Well, hey there, kids. What you're about to listen to is an improvised comedy podcast. So, none of this is medical advice. If you want medical advice or medical care, contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's a real doctor with an even realer podcast. Now introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback complaining about the amount of technical terms we've been using, such as body and nail bed. So we will try to simplify terminology in the future. Here to assist with that, actually not here today, uh, he's actually calling in because um, he said he had a previous engagement, is uh, our producer Cameron. Uh, Cameron is like a weather vane. He's always looking to where the winds of trends and popularity are blowing. Uh, are, you, are you with us, Cameron? Dr. London? Yes, yes, that's me. Can you hear me, Dr. London? Yes. Yeah, you're a little choppy, but we hear you. I'm here. I'm alive. Okay, Barely, good. but I'm alive. Ba- I'm sorry, barely? Yeah. Okay, because you said you had an appointment. You didn't say... Yeah, an appointment with fate. Okay. An appointment I... with finally finding things out. Well, okay. An appointment with, you know, taking down the government. Okay, because I thought you, I thought it was a dentist thing or something. So you're, are you in D.C.? There or is are you... a guy here looking at my teeth, but I don't think he's a dentist. Okay. Do, what, do you know why he's looking at your teeth? Where, where are you? What are you seeing? Uh, I mean, there's a tree. There's grass. Uh, I mean, you know, there's green grass, but there's some of it's browns. Okay. So, so it's, I guess it's warm maybe wherever you are. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep this a little secret, but. Okay. But you're trying to, to take on the government wherever, wherever this is. Is that, is that right? Are you not responding or are you just breaking up? Okay. We'll go ahead and move on from there. Um, also with us is DJ Dunn the house. Oh, yeah. oh, hey. uh, in addition, uh, Cameron has, uh, well, he's left me some notes. Uh, one of them tells me that we can expect a guest to join us later uh, in OBGYN. Wow. Okay. So um, we'll be able to look forward to that. Uh, it's really nice to have him. Um, back? Yeah, you're back. Sorry, the teeth guy took my phone. The teeth guy? Yeah, the guy who was looking at my teeth. He's not, not a, a dentist. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that. Are you sure that you're in like a safe area? Because that doesn't sound safe. Doctor, I'm telling you, Doctor London, I'm barely alive with what we're going through out here. All right. Do you want me to just spill? Do you want me to just spill it? Yeah. Yeah. Before we, I'm I'm pretty curious what's going on here. Dr. London, I'm at Area 50. 
two is right down the street from Area 51. We had stopped over here just for some churros. Uh, are churros popular at Area 52? That, there was a churro guy here. I don't know. I, I can't answer any more details than that, Dr. London. Oh, oh God, Dr. London, it's been an adventure. Okay, because you left, I want to say, like, you, it was not long ago that you left for this adventure. Um, but, like, you mean the last hour it's been an adventure? Oh, Dr. London, it's been such an adventure. Barely alive over here. Okay. All right, we're going to go ahead and uh, move on, but um, I guess feel free to, to you know, guide us along to, to help ah! us stay with... What, what, what was that? Well, I thought it was an alien, but it was just the churro guy again. Okay. Okay. Well, um, so we're going to go ahead and move on. And uh, just, you know, as usual, we do appreciate your help with, you know, helping us to stay what, with what people want to hear. So, um, you know, feel free to keep chiming in. Uh, no, as you usually do. Here is the truth, Doctor London. That's what I'm down here for. Or I'm not. You know, I'm at area. You know, I'm not at area 51 yet. Okay, but you're at you're but at the neighbor. Here's the truth, Doctor London. The kind of stuff that you're trying to hide. Okay. So, well, I'm going to go ahead and move on to um to some listener feedback, if that's all right. Uh. Okay. So, um, the listener feedback is uh, quote can speak to manager who is not having a seizure. Please and thank you, Google manager who is not having seizure to complain about seizure on my order, didn't order seizure. End quote. First of all, thank you so much for your response. We always appreciate it when our fans reach out with us uh, to us with questions, and we are happy to try to address them whenever possible. So if I may restate the question, it sounds, listener, as if your waiter was having a seizure, and since you did not order a seizure, you wish to ask the manager to bring you a waiter who will uh, bring you your food order rather than a seizure. Well, they at least shouldn't charge him for the seizure. Well, I mean, I, I'm not sure that that was the, the issue. It sounded like... Uh, but, but yeah, I'm sure that um, the manager would sort that out, that probably seizures in, isn't what they would pay for especially yeah, if they not, order it. that's not what they ordered they shouldn't pay for it i would I, I would hey listener listener i would say go back to that restaurant and say i don't want a seizure anymore oh you think that they left and that the patient or that that, that the listener had a seizure yeah okay if that's what they ordered that's not what they should be getting that's all i'm trying to say okay okay well um, i know you we're always thinking about businesses. I'm, I'm thinking about the people, which is why I'm out here risking my life while right. you're up in just a cozy studio apartment. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. When you say risking your life, aside from... Oh, I'm barely alive, Dr. London. I'm barely alive. Wait, when you say barely alive, what what do you mean by that? Just the, the risk you have to take to to come out here dr london to stand up to the government it's that kind of risk i'm barely alive like do you mean like you just drove to that area and that to you is barely not alive? yet i'm not at area 51 but okay but the risk involved dr london right okay well um i guess so to finish answering that one question um i would say to the listener that you should probably focus a little bit more on making sure that the waiter is okay because 
if if it's what I suspect is that the waiter had a seizure and that he um did not intend to bring a seizure rather than the food order. He just uh he has I assume that this uh waiter had a medical condition that um caused that seizure to happen. Uh and that should be addressed as soon as possible. But after that, then the manager or maybe another waiter would uh would be happy to address uh, the listener's concerns with the food order after that and, and you know you should be honest about it if you did order a seizure but then that's not what you really wanted don't say i ordered something different and you gave me something different you know be honest but sometimes i'll do that i'll order the wrong burger and i want to say oh you did it wrong but that's not right they get blamed for that you know that comes out of their paycheck so if you if that's what you ordered was a seizure and that's what they gave you I just be honest about it. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay, that's uh, g- given here that. Area 52, that's what we care about is honesty. That's why we're here. We're almost there. Okay, that's given your understanding of it. That sounds right. Um. Well, to that listener, thank you for reaching out, and I hope that both your issues and that of the waiter are resolved in good time. Uh. Now for a tale from surgery. Ah! What it what is it, Cameron? The Turo guy again. Go ahead. Okay. So now for a tale from surgery. He he keeps popping up behind me when I don't know that he's there. That's all I'm just trying to say. Well I think under the circumstances it's very rude for someone to do that, but you know, here we are. The the circumstances being that you drove up to this churro stand. Yeah. And you don't think it's appropriate for him to be there? I think there's something up with why he's here. Who does he oh, you... work for? I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share a little, uh, an anecdote from our surgery. Uh, so we had a patient in pre-op waiting to go into surgery. Then we found out that the patient's blood sugar is extremely elevated. So we ask him and yes, he knows that he is diabetic. So we ask, why don't you take your diabetes medication? And he says, I control the diabetes with my diet. Uh, at this point, it is worth noting that he was unable to fix his eyes on any of us who were present because his uncontrolled diabetes had literally made him blind. Uh, anyway, they, uh, they managed to get his blood sugar down enough uh, to, to go into surgery. And he was soon ready to go back to his life of being free um, to avoid taking medication, if, that's, if that was his desire. Which it seemed like it was. Dr. London? Yes. Dr. London? Yes. Can you hear me, Dr. London? There's a development over here. Okay. Okay. Tell me what you're seeing. The, 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 the guy, the churro guy, he's closing down. He said he's done, done selling for the day. It's only 8.30 p.m. Does that not sound weird to you? That, that sounds reasonable considering you're in the middle of a d- desert, right? Can't stay open until 9 in the middle of the desert. And you already bought your churros, right? Well, yeah. So why do you... I, I guess, why do you care? No, it's, it's suspicious, Dr. London. Okay. Well, I... Right. There's something to guy, Dr. London. Okay, well, okay. And I should say here, you've done this before. Please do not follow him home. I, yeah, oh, okay. We will not... I'm, talking to the tooth guy right now we're not 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 
going to follow the churro guy home, okay? Wink, wink. Okay. Used a lot of double negatives there, and you said out loud, wink, wink. No, I um, didn't. Uh, okay. Okay, well, you didn't actually you, right you now. Did. You did. You did. Okay, I please don't follow him home. Um, because remember, you have your Area 51 mission. You don't want to miss that, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, uh, well, I, I'm going to try to do both. All right, go, go ahead, go ahead. All right, now for today's topic, atrial fibrillation. Now, we all know that when people are alive, they tend to have a heartbeat. But what actually makes that heartbeat happen? What makes that beat? Uh, well, you have parts of your heart called nodes that send out electrical impulses to make each and every heartbeat happen. I'll uh, tell you what makes it happen, Dr. London. Uh, I was about to... Okay, you, you go ahead, I guess. Yes, staring truth in the face when you're not supposed to. Looking in, look in the eyes of one of these alien creatures at Area 51, that's what gets my heart beating. Okay, well, so that's... That's what, so, but the physiological method is the sinoatrial and atrioventricular nodes, uh, more commonly known as the SA and AV nodes. I've got yeah, tons of notes. I wrote down notes about the churro guy. I wrote down notes about the tooth guy. Okay, well, these are uh, N-O-D-E-S as opposed to the, the written notes N-O-T-E-S. SA and AV nodes help to um, set the normal rhythm of the heart. Uh, but however, in atrial fibrillation, this rhythm is lost and the heartbeat becomes irregular. So clinically, atrial fibrillation presents with an irregularly irregular pulse uh, so that both the rate and the rhythm of the beat are irregular. You're, you're saying, Dr. London, that if you're looking for a heartbeat and it happens to be irregular in a person, then maybe they're not human at all. I, I see what you're saying. No, okay. No, I'm saying if it's irregular... Non an uh, irregular heartbeat. Okay, this is good. Because I have a feeling this guy with the churros. You're still following him? I, there's something about him, man. Well, it sounds like he's... The weirdest thing about him is that he's selling churros at Area 52, wherever that is. Anyway, I'll, I'll just finish explaining this real quick. Let's see. In other words, the, the heart is beating abnormally, and therefore the blood in the heart has a chance to slow down uh, and actually clot. So that clot can be sent to the brain or elsewhere in the body. But give me a churro. Because it's only 8.30. I can still have a churro. Just give me a churro and then I'll take your pulse. Sorry, Dr. Lennon. Go ahead. I'm just, this guy's impossible. Okay. All right. Well, please, please don't, okay. Please don't hurt him. I'm not going to hurt any humans on this trip. I'll, I, I, I promise that. Well, anyway, so, so in atrial fibrillation, uh, if you've ever seen movies or shows where they do that whole, they're in the hospital and they yell clear and give them a shock. Uh, that's um, if the patient is unstable with atrial fibrillation, they do that for, for this type of person. Uh, they give them the shock. Uh, and that shock is like slapping the nodes of the heart so that they can come back to their senses and then set normal rhythm again. All right. Um, did you get your churro, Cameron? Yeah, and his pulse, well, okay, his pulse is, I think it's 630 over 1420. Okay, so pulses, pulses are just one number. So, I... Yeah, I think it's 630 over 1420 is what I'm getting. You, you know where you can feel your pulse on your wrist? 
you you count the number of uh of beats in you know in 15 seconds then you multiply that by four to get beats per minute or the pulse yeah so 630 but, over 1420 is what we're looking at which i think is a regular dr london so I, I'm not, I, I have a feeling shut up shut up i have a feeling this guy might be a irregular like you were saying non-human okay well um all right well uh do we have any sponsors today uh do you want me to do you want me to shout out your churro stand on my podcast okay well he doesn't want me to shout out his churro stand but i'm just gonna do it anyway if you go to area 52 there's this guy here with an irregular heartbeat and that that's how you'll know it's him yeah Check his pulse. If he's around six thirty over fourteen twenty, then then it's the right guy. Uh, you have a coupon? He doesn't have a coupon, but just ask for ten percent off, and just say that I sent you. Okay. All right. Well, I guess uh, for any listeners who live at or near Area Fifty Two, they can visit this churro stand. And I'm sorry, when you say he's a sponsor, you didn't just like he's paying for a sponsorship right are you gonna pay for the sponsorship he said no but i'm gonna i'll i'll try to get it out of him okay i still have his hands in a hold because i'm still taking his pulse okay okay well um anyway i guess we can move on from there for especially for his sake uh so we have a uh guest you said you actually got us an obgyn is that right that is true and uh, it's and it was odd the way because you left me notes for everything, and the note you left was follow the trail, and they will be there. And so anyway, it it was a whole thing, but we did find them. Uh, all right, and uh, here's our guest. Uh, hello, hello, and is it uh, Dr. Kathy? Is that right? Yes. All right. Well, it's nice to meet you. Uh, it's so good to be here. All right, well, I'm drlondonsmith.com, and uh, we have our uh, producer, Cameron, on the line as well. Hi, Cameron. Hey, can you hear me? Hi, hello? Yeah, hi. Thank you so much for asking me on. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, um, yeah, so I, I think Dr. Kathy was saying that they, uh, she had sort of an unusual case for us. Oh, yes, yes. Um, I, as an OBGYN with, you know, 20 years of experience, I come across a lot of really interesting cases. You know, the body is just a mystery. So anyway, I was really hoping that I could share one, if you don't mind. Sure. Okay. So, okay. That'd okay. be interesting. Okay. So. Our guy uh, really wants to hear. Sorry, what was that? that? Just the churro guy really wants to hear this. Oh, do you have it on speakerphone so he can hear? Okay. Well, uh, yeah, he's welcome to subscribe and, and all that. All right, he's not going to subscribe. Okay, that's that's fine too. We'll give you thirty-five bucks to subscribe. No, okay, stop offering him, because I know you're just giving him my. <sighs> so is it okay if I? All right, we're good. We're go good. Ahead? Yeah, okay, go ahead with the case study. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, so I recently had a uh, Caucasian patient who presented to my clinic with complaints of an upset stomach and vomiting, and the vomiting persisted for eight days. And they had also developed a fever of, of 101 degrees Fahrenheit that seemed to have come and left before they got to the clinic. But 
The patient also mentioned a recent history of trekking through the remote jungles of Georgia and, quote, chugging that sweet stream nectar, which I thought was very interesting. So That is unusual. Okay. Uh, sorry, what was that? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's interesting. But uh, you, have, you have more? or is Yes. Yeah, so, okay. so okay. on physical exam. Sorry to interrupt. The true guy wants to know if he can sell some of this nectar or if you have like a copyright on it. I, I think that would be great when directed to the patient. Okay. The, the doctor, from what I understand, was not there. For... I don't have any of the sweet nectar. I, the true guy just looked really disappointed in that answer, but okay. Uh, well, okay. So, yeah, sorry to hear that. Okay, whatever. Um, so on physical exam... There was no murmur, gallop, or rub. Uh, there was no chest wall tenderness, although uh, they did have some notable tenderness around the tatas without discharge. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, what? Did you say ta tatas? Uh, is that a. You're talking about. Well, I'm sorry. It's just not a medical term I'm familiar with. Oh, I'm sorry. The chest wall. When you've wall. been in the business for 20 years, maybe you'll learn. Uh, You're baby. obviously new. I'm really sorry for Dr. Lennon's behavior. He's not comfortable with women. He's not comfortable with men. He's not comfortable with just normal people talking real stuff. You know? I am using the correct terminology. Okay. Since you're referring to the chest wall tenderness and that area, were you referring to the, the nipples? For uh, this discharge? Yes, the noppies. Okay, so as long as we know what, what you're referring to. So those... The, yes. There was no discharge. Yes. Yeah, so, but there's tenderness. So they did have some notable tenderness around the milky milks without discharge. Okay. Is that clear for you? I not now. Do it you is, understand? I yeah. I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting. Go on. Thank you. Um. So there wasn't anything else that was extremely interesting, although their abdomen was possibly distended. Um. No fluid wave, but the fullness appreciated superpubically. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, whenever we got to ultrasound, the technician was unable to find a uterus, which was fascinating. Okay. Furthermore, the patient is adamant that though the patient has never seen a sex, they have heard of the associated dangers of STDs and would most assuredly shoot a sex on site should the opportunity arise. Okay, I'm, I guess what I'm confused... I guess I'm confused about a few things, but I guess that last part. So the patient um, had never seen a sex. The way you phrase it makes it sound like sex is a separate They'd creature. They've never seen a sex, correct. All right. And so do you have a diagnosis you're thinking? So, this? yes. So in my opinion, uh, given these findings, the patient was likely pregnant, most likely pregnant. Uh, uh, okay. So you couldn't find a uterus. Well, no, but well, and given my experience, I know what I'm looking at, and it is a pregnancy. So you mentioned, I guess, the, the vomiting. Miracle. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that part? The miracle of life. I was just kind of basking in the glory of the miracle of life, where, yeah. whereas you seem to be offended by it. That's all. Okay. Well, so here's one one the issue I have. of a pregnancy trips you up. But me personally, I think it's beautiful. But that's just me. So, so whoever this uh, oh, the guy and the teeth guy agree with me. Life is beautiful. 
Okay, and I'm not I'm not disputing the beauty of life or the miracle of life, but what I am disputing is um so given given what you've said so far that uh they had com- been vomiting for yes. uh what was it 10 days or so, um had a fever off and on uh and yes. they had been drinking out of a stream. Uh, it sounds like it could have been, you know, some no, some viral yeah. or bacterial. Given my findings, all of these things point to pregnancy. Yes. The uh, the tooth guy wants to bring up that if you're throwing up a lot, it's going to ruin your teeth. That's what he says. The acid in your stomach ruins your teeth. He just he just wants to talk about teeth. I think that's just he just wants to contribute. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Well, that that is true. It uh, for those this is sort of a separate note, but uh, for those of the history of um, bulimia or where where you you know, vomit frequently that can, uh, that acidity can wear down your teeth, wear away your teeth. So, uh, that, that's a fair contribution. And that's one, uh, sort of one reason why you would, uh, definitely want to avoid those practices, but also of course, general well-being. Um, let's see your teeth, send a picture of your teeth. Uh, I, I don't think I would like to, He's getting so mad that you just said that. I just don't think I that there's a reason to send him. Get a picture of his teeth. Okay, just go ahead. Okay. All right. So yeah. So that's what I'm wondering here is what what made you decide, like as opposed to having like a stomach bug or something, uh, what made you decide that this patient? Uh, and sorry, you never even mentioned the the gender of the patient. I'm sorry. I don't really see how that's relevant. Yeah, well, okay. And also, so, it really didn't come up. I mean, these things don't always come up. And besides, I would I would never presume to ask someone such a personal question. I after twenty years of experience. And that's where I do have to disagree a little bit because if you're OBGYN and you're assuming that it's a pregnancy, usually like that that generally happens in women in females, not in in males, uh, because they have they have what. A uterus. I'm not really familiar with the term, but I think what you're talking about might be a paginus. That's a more professional term. Okay, that, well, that, that's a term with which I am unfamiliar. Or maybe a nene. Okay, you, sorry, you said you had the patient here? Yes, go ahead. Oh, howdy. Hi, I'm sorry, what was your name? Sorry, sorry Dr. London, I'm getting a, a question here. What, how are your teeth? Are you talking about my teeth? Yeah, yeah, patient, how are your teeth? Oh, my teeth are terrible. Let me tell you, that sweet river nectar just does a doozy on your teeth. Okay, that's what Tooth Guy was concerned about, whether or not the nectar was going to screw up your teeth. All right, go ahead. And I guess, sorry, on that note, the way you're talking about it, was that sweet river nectar? That's... Oh, you want to know about the river nectar? Are you referring to moonshine? No, 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 the sweet river nectar. See, here what you do. Hop in your pickup. Okay. Go drive to Kentucky. Pick yourself up a bottle of Kentucky's finest bourbon. Wait, okay. Drive all the way to Kentucky. Listen, are you going to listen? I'm sorry. Or are you just going to keep talking? Go on. I'm so sorry. you pick up a bottle of Kentucky's finest bourbon. You get yourself a watermelon. Are you following me? Yes, yes. Okay. What did I say you need to get? You said get a bottle of bourbon, Kentucky's yeah. finest, and then you get a watermelon. Exactly. So what you're going to do, you're going to take that watermelon. You're going to drill a hole in the top of that watermelon. Okay. Okay. You're going to dump that bourbon straight down. Just let it. Tilt it upside down. Let it soak in that watermelon. You're going to stick it in the in the nearest creek, nearest river, whatever you got. Cool that thing during the summer, and then you got yourself some river nectar, son. Okay, so so the river nectar, it's it's named after where you keep 
the uh, the pump, sorry, the watermelon in order to refrigerate it. More or less, yeah. Okay, okay. So, uh, so really, you're talking about a sort of watermelon drink based uh, heavily in bourbon. Sweet river nectar. Sweet river nectar. I'm sorry. So you're familiar with the the term? I mean, she's my doctor. She has to know all this stuff. Sorry, Cameron, are you back with us? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. The churro guy's tickling my feet. That guy got some churros over there? Tell him to save me some. Bring some back. I'm sorry. He's tickling me. I can bring some back. Oh, stop. Oh, I love some churros. I would also like a churro. Okay, so you have a rapport with him now. You trust him now? Uh, yeah, I'm still taking his pulse, so he can't really go a lot of places, but stop. Okay, well, so my question uh, to this patient of ours here, um, I'm sorry, this patient of yours, uh, yes. what made you... You should, ask, you should ask me the question, Well, and then I I will... defer to my doctor, typically, so Dr. Linden. I will I'm sure you it, understand. What? As you don't seem to know a lot of the correct terms. Just keep in mind, you don't have to say anything that incriminates yourself. Thank you, thank just you. Just because Dr. London's questioning you, just defer to your doctor. They'll, they'll handle it. That's some great advice. Some great advice. Whenever you were deciding on a doctor, what made you choose Dr. Kathy in OBGYN in particular? He saw the sign and That's right. walked in. That's right. As simple as that. And the sign Amen. said OBGYN. And That's you, right. And you thought, I'm sorry, because you, you look and sound like a, a male. I don't understand what that has to do with anything, but yeah, sure. Well, OBGYN, so... I'm o- sorry, are are you asking him questions directly now? I was more just about to explain the terminology in general. So, OBGYN refers to... Listen, I, I, gotta, I gotta interrupt here, Dr. London. Okay. Just because he might deliver mail does not make him any less of a person. Thank you. I know that in this day and age... With the internet and email and all these things, it's easy to say, oh, you're you're a male guy. You know, you're worthless. And, you, you don't count anymore. But I, I'm here to say I think that's ridiculous. And I don't discriminate. I just want that to be clear. In my in my practice, we see everyone. Doesn't matter if you have a tootie or a winky, we'll see you. Okay. Wow. Doesn't matter if you have a TT or a duty or a cookie or an uh-oh. <laughs> Or even a tallywhacker. We'll see you. Dr. Lunder refuses people with the duty of Achi. The reason being, so an OBGYN is a fairly specific specialty of, of medicine where um, it stands for obstetrics and gynecology. So um, the OB is, like, obstetrics refers to, like, uh, pregnancy and childbirth. I'm sorry. I, I don't think you, I, I don't know where you went to school, but. Yeah, I'm going to defer to Dr. Kathy on this one. That sounds that sounds like a little bupkis. Uh, OBGYN stands for Oh Baby, Grab Your Noppies. Wherever you went to school, uh, they're clearly making up words. It's that coastal elite, just eliteness that comes from the coast. And I'll tell you, I'm tired of the dang elite, man. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. I'm... Oh, baby, grab your noppies. Oh, baby, grab your noppies. Yes. Grab them. Your understanding of what OBGYN stands for. Because they're, they're just shortened it's versions. It's what it stands for. It's not my understanding. It's what it stands for. So those are just, like, they aren't, you're using it as an acronym, whereas the, they're just shortened versions of words. They're, they're obstetrics and gynecology. I know what an acronym is. Thank you. Okay. 
Oh, so, baby, grab your noppies. And then gynecology would be uh, just the, the female reproductive system and, and female anatomy. Yes, noppies. And so, Dr. Lund, can we just get to the point? I am with child, and I have to take care of myself. That's right. So, so in the, the patient note, as, I, as, and as was presented by Dr. Kathy here, it sounded as if you have a stomach bug because you drank something or possibly you just you just have some sort of stomach virus and are you trying to blame this on my river nectar a child we we don't refer to babies as stomach bugs and i'm how dare you that's very insensitive i'm trying to figure out exactly why you think he is pregnant because my tatas are tender have you had tender tatas before dr london it is painful well, I yeah. there's no other explanation. I thought like perhaps the nausea because morning sickness is a part of often a part of pregnancy. Yeah, uh, reported symptom. But I throw up at least once a week. Let's be honest. Oh, is that new? No, of course not. I've been with child for a while. For for how long? Oh, for a while. Are we talking days, months, years? I would say it's been about eleven months. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Okay. Well, let's. I've I've been seeing this patient for quite a while. We've been tracking the pregnancy, and it it seems to be progressing well. So, when was and this would be just a part of it? How you would calculate when was your last menstrual period, sir? Menstrual period, Doctor Kathy, you you track this stuff. This this patient has never seen a sex. So I ain't never seen a sex. And honestly, why would you bring up men again? I don't understand why you have to bring men back into your phrasing. Okay. Well, hey. I'm sorry, Cameron, what's going on there? Oh, sorry. The churro guy was just trying to leave. I grabbed him. He's good. Go ahead. All right. It, well, I guess I should ask Cameron a few questions here. Cameron, are you any closer to Area 51? And why are you going to Area 51? Oh, you're at Area 51? Well, no, I'm at Area 52, and oh. stuff came up with the churro guy, and then the teeth yeah. guy started getting antsy, and so we've just been listening to the podcast. Okay, so we have some new listeners. Well, I mean, I, they, both of them have refused to subscribe even after I gave them the 35 bucks, so I don't think so. Okay, and you've got to stop giving people my money. I assume that's, this is my money. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I feel like it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. It's definitely a steep discount. A discount? Yeah. Do you normally charge people to listen i don't take less than 50 dollars to subscribe to a podcast because okay because the podcast is free this is an educational free sort of public health public service community podcast and you're are you're charging people for it yeah all right well um he really wants a picture of the patient's teeth he's saying the nastier the better i don't know i'll send him a picture of my teeth Okay, yeah, he'd really appreciate that. Oh, God, he's rubbing his hands together. Okay, I guess I have a few further questions to ask here because, okay, if considering that is what your understanding of OBGYN uh, means, what is your clinic like? It sounds maybe like you're more of a maybe homeopath medicine, like natural. I'm an OBGYN. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Grab, Grab your noppies. Your noppies. Okay. Oh, baby. Um, let's say a patient, a new patient, walks in, and they 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 see the sign outside, OBGYN, and they go in, and let's say that they think they might be pregnant. Uh, let's say it's a female patient. I'll be the judge. 
of that. Okay. Female patient. Also not relevant. Okay. So they come in and they go to your office. And what do you, uh, how does the process go? You insert my hands into the paginus. Uh, depending on okay. depending on what they have, you know, may, if they have a dangler, very different sort of. Um, okay, sort well, of let's go into examination, that. Then. How would but... you examine if the patient, like our patient here, I presume, uh, possesses a, a dangler, as you call it? I don't want to talk about my patient's dangler. I don't know air. if I'm hundred percent comfortable. I don't want to talk about his doctor sharing this specifically his dangler. I mean, why are you talking about my dangler? I have a question. Is the dangler the same as the droopy loose? One of the Similar, same. yes. One yes. of the same, I'd say. Yeah. Also the same as a PP or a Linus or a Winker. Are you familiar with those terms? No. But is it is it far off from a droopy loopy? No, it's not. Okay, so... I've got one of those. That's fine, right? Is it extra droopy loopy? Uh, to say extra is to imply that it was once not like this. So is it more loopy or more droopy? It's it's getting loopier by the day. Okay. And how are how are your lulus? Uh just falling off. Falling off. That is interesting. That like evaporating, I should say. Any uh any orange discharge or tons. Oh my gosh, tons. You... Yes, there, I think I would I would definitely recommend you come in and and we have an examination because there's definitely something going on okay uh, and it's not gonna mess up my teeth right because the tooth guy's really he's kind of making a lot of sense now uh not not your facial teeth no all right well cameron uh do we have a sponsor today uh we do dr london oh good We, uh, smoking is really, really difficult to quit. A lot of people are moving towards vapes, but there's a lot of questions with vapes. Are they safe? Are they healthy? Uh, There was a scare about popcorn lungs some years ago. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about Zippler vapes. It is organic, healthy vaping system. I've switched to it. It's been great. I, I, what's that Dr. Okay. Cause it's, it's still a vaping system though. Yeah. Because that that puts it in the same category as the other ones, from what it sounds like. Healthy, organic vaping. I don't. In what way? In what way is it its organic take different from that of the other vape? The others are unhealthy, unorganic vape systems. This is a healthy, organic vape system. And Only one of its kind. What makes it so? What makes it organic? What do you, What do you mean by that? Well, it's it, it it's not unorganic like the other vape systems. Okay, so the way that it is organic is just that it is not unorganic like those other ones. I can. Do you want me to show you? Uh, maybe. Okay. We can do a demo right here on the podcast. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me get this uh, situated and started. All right. Let's see here. All right. All right, you're going you want to go you're going to want to get it started. <laughs> oh, wait, okay, wait. This doesn't sound good. Yeah, no. In fact, if it's not making this sound, you want to throw it into a fireproof bag immediately. 
This sound means it's working properly. This is a vape? Yeah. This Look at those clouds. Oh, man. Oh, the yeah. flavor. Ooh, that flavor. It smells so much of gas. Wow. That flavor, mmm, so smooth and completely plant-based. Okay. Wait. I Let me... This sounds zipper bait. And you refer And that's all organic? Yeah. All plant based. Not unorganic like the competitors. Zippler vape, buy them today. I don't know. Oh 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 crap. I need a fireproof bag. Give me a fireproof bag. I gotta I, give me something. Oh, you throw think it that in. I have give that? me blankets. I need blankets. Let me wrap it in. Okay, let me wrap it in. Okay, 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 okay. I. Okay, we're good. I think we're good. Just. Okay. All right. I think we're safe. Okay. Zippler vapes. I, that doesn't sound good. The number one healthy and organic vaping option. Okay, uh, so if we could get back to, that kind of leads us into this question of what the first exam will look like if a patient has uh, a linus rather than... So why, why are you so interested in, I'm, I'm in trying to, visualizing what my patient's linuses look like? I'm, I just really, I do fear for their safety when people right. ask questions like this. Right, it's more... It's a little disconcerting. It's, what do you say? It's more to find out what your examination process is rather than what they what their particular body part looks like. I don't like. think they would really be happy with me discussing what the process is. I apologize to interrupt Dr. London. I think I think something's happening over here. Something big. Okay, what's what's going on there? The something. Something that's not human at all, Dr. London. Hey. Hey. When you say not human. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Let me just, let me. Hello, Dr. London. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I think I, I something. Come here, mother. Okay. Okay, what are you seeing? It looks, it looks exactly like the churro guy, but I know it's not him. Let me check his pulse to make sure. Okay, that is not. Let me check. I don't if think... you If you see a sex, make sure to shoot it. His pulse is 540 over 1390. Is not what? the same. I don't understand how you're getting that reading. Please don't hurt anyone. I'm just checking his pulse. Come here, motherfucker. Just checking his pulse, Dr. London. I'll get back to you. Okay, th thank you for checking in here. I, I guess what I'm wondering, Dr. Kathy, is just okay, here's a basic question How many patients do you have currently? I have many patients. Okay. I also have the, the gift of patience. Okay. And so whenever you it's say many... It's coming handy being on, on your show, okay. Dr. London. Do you have any patients beyond the one present here in this room? It sounds like, Dr. London, you have no patients. That's what it sounds like. Maybe you should learn to have some patients with your guests. Yeah, it's like my uh, grandpappy once said, you never look a gift horse in the broad side of a barn. Am I right? Am I right, Dr. Kathy? Exactly. Okay. Started fidgeting uh, again. Okay. Wait, Sorry. Who started fidgeting again? The alien. He might and, be, well, he, I know he's not because of the pulse. That he's not an alien? He's not the, the churro guy from before. He just looks exactly like him, and he seems to have his keys. 
Okay, because you know a pulse isn't like a fingerprint or something where you can identify people by that. Like a lot of it's just a complete. It's an irregular, inhuman alien reading, Doctor London. Irregular alien heartbeat. Are you familiar with aliens, Doctor London? I I don't believe that most people are not familiar with them because they, mm. if they exist, then they have not made contact. Obviously, with one most. does. He's just chased it down. And I'm sorry, we, we kind of skipped past it a little bit. You said, so, so typical pregnancy um, takes about 11 months. So, sorry, sorry, about nine months. That's about how long it's taken so far, Dr. About Wonder, nine about months. 11 months. Pregnancy, every pregnancy is different. Every patient is different. Well, that's true. So I like to approach it knowing that you never know when the baby will show. You never know what's going to happen next. All I know all is it, it'll be beautiful. Yes. So typically. So, so in this case, yes, we have 11 months. Going on 12, Wait, uh, the baby will be here any day. Okay, because a typical pregnancy is going to last around nine months. Some some babies are born premature, but... Maybe your typical pregnancy, but all bodies are unique. We're all human. We're all unique. That's right. We That's all right. have fingerprints and different eye colors, different hair colors. Some the of us have... They're cheering. Well, I'm not, I'm not done. Some of us have... JJ's, some of us have winkers, some of us have TT's, some of us have duties. We're all special. And and mm-hmm. the same comes with, with babies and how they're born. Mm-hmm. Every pregnancy is special. Dr. Kathy just knows exactly how beautiful life is. That's why I'm glad she's my, my OBGYN. That's why I have so many patients. Okay, well, um, on that note, that was, uh, I don't know how medically accurate, but the great speech. I think we'll start to sort of uh, maybe wind down here. Um, Cameron, how are things looking for you over at, have you made it to Area 51 yet? Oh, no. I mean, we're still just chilling. Okay. Are you are you planning to get there for, um, I've, I've heard on social media, there's some special storming Area 51 day. Is this is this about that? Huh? What? I don't, what? They said that they're storming Area 51, like it's some social media go thing. Go, go, go back on social? Okay, social media, like uh, we're talking about Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, because you were supposed to be in charge of those for our podcast. Uh, are though, is that like a TV show? No, although you can, you can post videos on those, uh, but no, they are, they are their own things. The churro guy's going to help me set up a Twitter. So we, we're pretty far into our podcast and you haven't set up a Twitter account because that was like a day one thing. Well, it's not day one. Yeah. I, I, okay. So anyway, so all that to say, you ha- you didn't know about the whole storming Area 51 this weekend. That but that's a whole thing. No, it's kind of hanging out. So so you deciding to go there out of the blue was just just to do it. Well, yeah, it was my desire to kind of take down this kind of mirage that the government has set up to kind of blind us to make us you know see things that aren't really there or not see the things that are really there, you know, trying to, you know, take the red pill here, get out of the matrix. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I get it. Just, yeah, the timing just seemed, seemed surprising considering. Uh, Sorry, the churro guy's tickling my feet again. Is this, did you find that the churro guy is the same one that you thought was an alien again? Uh, TBD. He tickles the same, at least. I know that much. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, Cameron. Um, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, finish up today. Uh, we 
very much appreciate. I I appreciate that you tried to get us a medical professional on this one. I I was fooled at first. Sorry, tried. Doctor Kent is very well. Well, thank you for bringing on this the the OBGYN. Thank you, Doctor Kathy, for coming on the show. You're welcome on the podcast. I'm really glad to have been able to share my expertise with you. All right, and thank you, Cameron, as always. And I do. I want to. I want to challenge the listeners to take a picture of your teeth this week and then you want to send it over to what's your name? Yeah, Tooth Joe near his, Area 52. Wait, his name is Tooth Joe? Like as in one tooth? Yeah. So just take a picture of your teeth, send it over to him. Oh, God, he's salivating over it again. All right, keep going, Dr. London. Okay, well, yeah, so I was just saying thank you, Cameron. I guess thank you to Tooth Joe and, uh, the the churro guy as well um cameron please don't hurt him please do not hurt him he please don't um look at his balls i took his keys uh okay thank you to dj dylan in the house and uh we'll see you guys next time Okay, please stop. Hold on, full stop. Uh, you are obviously about to delete this podcast from your phone and then drinking away all memory of it. But please, please think about your family first. Um, now you might be thinking, what family? You mean those filthy rats who betrayed me? Uh, in reply, I would have to say no. Those filthy rats you found in your basement are not your family. And frankly, their betrayal kind of seems insignificant compared to the fact that you trusted them with your emergency funds. Uh, just because you find rats living in your place doesn't mean that they are your family or that you should trust them. But they sometimes close friends are family, you know? It's my... It's right here. Yeah, but... It's family, bro. So rats... Rats are... They're vermin, though. Yeah. Uh, okay, family, most people don't say, like... I wasn't affirming what you just said. I'm, it's in contrast. Like I'm saying. Hey, sometimes blood isn't thicker than water. You know what I mean? Sometimes a friend is a family. Okay. So in terms of a rat infestation, though. Right. Okay. So, right here. So in summary, the, the rat infestation in your home is not your family. And you should also continue listening to the Jock Doc podcast. Uh, in addition... You should follow us on social media, uh, at Jock Doc Podcast. And even more importantly, uh, message your loved ones our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. Uh, and that can send them to whichever podcast platform they prefer with just a couple clicks. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.